Sephora stores are everywhere you are. So just pop in when you need a brown lip to match your 90s playlist. A confidence boost before your interview. Or a last minute gift for mom's birthday. There's always a Sephora near you. Just pop in. Use our store locator to find your local Sephora or Sephora at Kohl's. How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great, you'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Welcome to the True Beauty Podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Taylor. Baddies! I'm very excited to be back with another episode of our Build Your Skincare Routine And this episode is part four of five, (laughs) where we're deep diving into uh, vitamins and supplements. So if this is your first time listening to the show, and I doubt that it is, you know that I'm a vitamin pusher. It's true. I love vitamins and supplements because personally, I've seen the incredible effects that they've had on me mentally, physically, and um, I guess spiritually, even though that sounds kind of like woo-woo, but I'm woo-woo. What can I say? So... As I was saying, this is part four of five. Yes, y'all, there's one more episode coming out after today's. Again, as soon as I started to sit down and write all this out, it's just there's so much information. And I know that you guys want to hear all of the weird things that I want to hear also that I want to find out about. So I try to put as much into these as possible, which means that they have to be you know, broken down into five parts on supplements and vitamins for your skin. Okay, so next week is actually going to be more of like a JLo crossover episode because we're going to be continuing talking about vitamins, but we're going to take it from talking about ingesting vitamins for our health and our skin to making our way back to talking about the topical application of vitamins. So we're going to be talking about antioxidants next week because this is now an antioxidant stand podcast because they're so dope. And as I come to find out, the vitamins that are so great for your skin happen to also be antioxidants. So y'all, the JLo crossover episode from uh, ingestible supplements to topical supplements is going to be next week. So today we're going to take a look at which supplements you'll want to personally, you know, do a little bit more research on um, depending on your skin type and condition. Y'all know that I'm really here to empower you as conscientious beauty consumers. And so, uh, yeah, I want to give you all of the information so that you can really make your most informed decision and find out what works for you. Because what works for you might not be the same thing that I need. But within these three different skin condition and types that I divided our vitamin and supplements into for today... There's one category that really is going to uh, affect all of us living on planet Earth, and that's going to be uh, supplements for aging slash wrinkled skin. In Dr. Bauman's book, she says wrinkled skin is a skin type and fair, but I just think that that's a little bit like ageist. (laughs) So let's be honest. It's like as you age, naturally our skin is going to like wrinkle some more than others. So I think that this is going to be a really 
interesting little category for all of us because I will never let you forget that 95% of extrinsic aging, which are aging factors that come from sources outside of our bodies rather than intrinsic aging factors, which come from like our genes, DNA, etc. So 95% of extrinsic aging comes directly from UV rays. We love the earth, but she's trying to kill us every day. So um, that's the first category is aging or wrinkled skin, the different um, nutrients and supplements that we can use to optimize ourselves so that we, you know, can battle the sun a little bit back. Um, next, we're going to be taking a look at vitamin supplements and nutrients that are great for dry skin. Hi, it me. I'm always talking about my dry skin, my impaired barrier. And honestly, some of these were really interesting because I'm a nerd and i just like to try different things and see how, like, I feel, I guess, see if they work, see if it's worth the hype, see the after effects of that, <laughs> taking care of yourself with vitamins and nutrients and supplements, which sounds wild, you know, unless you live in America and you see what we, what, what we deal with in terms of uh, food. God, I say that as such a privileged person, but like right now, man, food is so expensive. It's so expensive. It's wild. And so like, especially these days, because I can't be affording to eat like all of the red meat I want to, I have to find other ways to get all of these different nutrients that my body so badly needs. So if nothing else, it's for the economics of it all. (laughs) Okay. So lastly, this is really interesting. And honestly, it's more of a tease because this is the category that we're going to be focused more on next week because it's within the antioxidant category. But this is vitamins and nutrients for UV photoprotection exposure. Listen, I can't even take a beat without saying this. It's very important. We're all understanding this in the same way. This category of vitamins and nutrients for UV photoprotection exposure is not a substitute for SPF. Y'all know this. Y'all are beauty baddies. You know you always need to wear SPF. But again, if somehow this is your first time listening, look, always wear SPF. But who this would be helpful to are uh, those of you who live in sunnier climates or those of you who are more genetically prone to UV-induced pigmentation like melasma. So I think that y'all are, I think everybody's really going to, uh, I was really gonna love this episode. So before we jump in, I want to start this episode with some data to support why I think this conversation is so empowering to you as consumers, as my beauty baddies, as those that those people that are out there spending their hard-earned money to take care of ourselves, right? Um, this is, I, I want to show you, I want to read an excerpt, an excerpt from um, this incredible report that I found from uh, McKinsey and the Business of Fashion. It's their annual report and it's called The State of Fashion <laughs> Beauty. So this is brand new from 2023. And um, uh, I'm directly quoting McKinsey, MBOF. So beauty's definition will continue to broaden and encompass much more than lipsticks, face masks, and perfumes associated with the sector as consumers seek to look and feel good. We just said that. Nowhere will this be more evident than in beauty's steady march into wellness. As part of today's $1.5 trillion global wellness industry, wellness-inspired products from ingestible supplements to sleep aids to lotions. The melding of wellness and beauty is only expected to be more pronounced with McKinsey expecting compound annual growth of 10% into 2027 for the wellness industry. Compounded growth 
of $1.5 trillion baddies. Do you even know what that looks like? $1.5 trillion? Nah, me neither. (laughs) Me neither, I'm a podcaster. But what I do know is that here in America, (laughs) the FDA's motto towards cosmetics is sort of uh, sell it until it starts killing people. And then we'll reconsider the percentage of the poison that we'll still allow in the product because we got to get that money. And so I'm being facetious, but y'all know it's kind of the truth. I want you to know exactly what you're choosing to ingest and why so that you can take your health and your life into your own hands. And, you know, I really realized this because I was at the OBGYN the other day and um, my doctor was asking about the podcast and she was asking what I loved about today's beauty industry. And I really, truly do love that we can optimize ourselves to be the best versions of ourselves mentally, physically, and spiritually using science and nature and like experimenting on yourself, experimenting on ourselves. And I think that that's so cool. And that's why I want you guys to have this information also. But I would want you to not just be taking whatever they're throwing at you. <laughs> I want you guys to to nerd out with me and figure it out on your own. So, but that's being said also, after I was done researching this, ep- it's never, the research is never over. When I was finished reading um, the things that I gathered for this episode, there are so many supplements that I want to add to my routine. And so I told you guys last week that I'm looking to find more content or looking to make more content that's complementary to each episode. And so I'm thinking that it'll be fun to do like a vitamin and supplement, a vitamin and supplement listicle with links to some of my favorite brands. And then also some of Zaxa Bauman's recommendations. And because I wrote it in my planner, I remember to tell y'all and not only did I remember to tell you, I actually said it out loud. So I think I'm actually going to get this done and um, let me know what you think of it, of course. So um, I'm going to post that, or if nothing else, at least a link to where you can find that on the Instagram this week. Um, All right, guys. Before we jump into my favorite segment of the show, which is the induction into the Beauty Baddie Hall of Fame, um, I have a favor to ask of you. If you find value in today's show, please do me a favor and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It's a funny thing for me to ask from you week after week, but it's the easiest way for you to help to grow our audience and this community. All right, y'all. So the Beauty Baddie Hall of Fame inductee. In this segment, we pay homage to some of our favorite heroes of past and present and teach the Beauty Baddie community about who they are and why they're being inducted. And friends, this is the last week of Pride. And again, I really wanted to nominate someone who means a lot to me and somebody who really influenced me in my life. And honestly, I'm not going to lie. I've really loved doing these Pride Beauty Baddie Hall of Fame inductees because it made me really think about like who the people are in my life that I love. Like who are they? I was just like, wait, because like I said, love is love. I don't really think that much about like gay or straight. So I was like, wait, who's gay in my life? <laughs> who Who's queer? <laughs> and there's so many people and there's so many, you know, like actors and, and celebrities and everything. So it was just really fun for me to really think about people that were outside of my direct community who I, uh, am an ally to and what they mean to me and how I can be proud with them and celebrate pride. And so today I chose my friend and mentor, Jenna Weiss Berman. 
So Jenna, if you're an OG beauty baddie, Jenna was on the show like years and years ago um, because I I fell in love with her basically as soon as I met her because before I met Jenna, I listened to a lot of podcasts that were on BuzzFeed and they were usually by people of color and at the end of all these episodes, they would say like, shout out to our girl, Jenna Weiss-Berman. She's the executive producer. Like just getting so many like, accolades and compliments, right? And I was like, who is this white lady, Jenna Weiss-Berman? And so then during the Black Lives Matter movement, I saw that her company, Pineapple Street Media, posted on Instagram um, that we, you know, we support black creators. Um, If there are any black podcasters out there that would love, you know, some mentorship, please reach out. And I reached out because I knew it was true because I was a fan of their shows. And um they were kind enough to set up a meeting with Jenna. And so (laughs) when we met, it was kind of just like kindred spirits, I think. And she has continued to be a huge influence in my life and on my podcasting career. And so um, I want to induct my girl, Jenna, JWB, into the Beauty Baddie Hall of Fame. So Jenna began her career working for NPR. And then she was the um, head of podcasting, I believe, for BuzzFeed when she and her friend Max decided to leave BuzzFeed and start Pineapple Street. Um, Essentially, they knew that podcasting, they saw what podcasting was really becoming, and they wanted to help people who weren't necessarily podcasts create really great shows. So their some of their early clients, no big deal, included the New York Times, <laughs> uh, Lena Dunham's Lenny Letter, and the ad agency Whedon and Kennedy. So this is very cool because in the summer of 2016, um, Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign actually hired Pineapple Street Media to produce a podcast, which at the time was the first ever for a presidential campaign. And Clinton and Linsky co-hosted the show called With Her. Pineapple Street Media has partnered with brands like Coach, Nike, Morgan Stanley, MailChimp, MasterCard, and Google, and they have produced critically acclaimed original series like Missing Richard Simmons, Running from Cops, The Clearing, and the Catch and Kill podcast with Ronan Farrow, Wind of Change, Back Issue, and Welcome to Your Fantasy. So I've listen to all of these shows. <laughs> and not even because they're on pineapple. It's just I love podcasts. And as I was reading this, I was like, Jenna, you're killing it, girl. That was a great show. That was a great show. That was a great show. So I want to list some of my girl's accomplishments, some of her accolades from Wikipedia. <laughs> so in 2017, Jenna was named one of Fast Company's 100 Most Creative People in Business. And in 2020, Pineapple Street Media led um, all podcast companies with two Peabody Award nominations for the Cast and Kill podcast with Ronan Farrow and Running from Cops. She currently sits on the advisory board of The Moth, another one of my favorite shows, and This is one of my favorite things for her because one of the things recently that I learned in business, shout out to Goldman Sachs, 10,000 small businesses. Um, You know, when you get into business, you either have an exit strategy or an exit happens to you. And my girl sold Pineapple Street Media in 2019. (laughs) And she just stepped down. She and Max both stepped down um, as CEOs of the company. And now she's a fucking, she's been a baller. But now she's just... Just living the life that I hope to one day have. 
but it's not going to be anytime soon because the girl's only three years older than me and already created and sold a podcasting company and won some Peabody Awards. So Jenna, Jenna Weiss Berman, thank you for everything that you've done for me. Thank you for being such a great friend. Thank you for being such an influential person in the world. And welcome to the Beauty Body Hall of Fame. So y'all, let's take a quick break. And when we come back in, let's talk about vitamins and supplements. Hey, Beauty Baddies. Are you tired of cycling through the endless amount of trending skincare products that all claim to smooth wrinkles, firm skin, and give you a youthful glow, but don't really deliver results at the end of the bottle? Well, support for today's episode comes from OneSkin, founded by a team of four female PhD-level longevity scientists with over 15 years of experience studying the biology of aging. Come through female-level PhD scientists. <laughs> this is who we want to be making our skincare products. I love this. After testing thousands of peptides, they discovered the OS1. The OS1 peptide is scientifically proven to target aged, also called senescent cells, the main source of skin aging, and actually reduces the biological age of skin by several years. Their flagship product, OS1 Face, is clinically validated to improve firmness, fine lines, and overall tone and appearance. Unlike most skincare products on the market, OneSkin works deeper than surface level and is designed to promote healthier skin from the inside out. When you have healthier skin, you have better looking skin. So is your current skin routine clinically proven to reverse the molecular age of your skin? If not, give OneSkin a try and see the difference. I did give OneSkin a try and I really loved their products. Y'all know I have very sensitive skin and I'm always trying to improve my barrier. So any product that is going to help with that, I love. And this really was super hydrating. I loved that it was fragrance free. And obviously, I love that it was founded by these four baddie scientists. <laughs> I love also that we're now going into really having great products that are more science-based because, yeah, the studying the biology of aging is pretty important if you're going to try to help me age. <laughs> Something that's very cool that I want you guys to know is that leveraging their in-house cutting-edge R&D platform, again, we love products that have cutting-edge R&D, they were able to measure the efficacy of age reversal molecules in their lab. By treated aged skin, one skin scientists found that the OS1 peptide reverses skin's biological age by reducing the number of zombie senescent cells by up to 50%. One Skin is for everyone who wants to prevent or reverse the signs of aging with a groundbreaking approach. That's definitely all my beauty baddies. I know this. One Skin addresses skin health at the molecular level, targeting the root cause of skin aging so skin behaves, feels, and appears younger. It's time for you to experience a new skin health routine at a discounted rate today. Get 15% off with code TRUEBEAUTY at oneskin.co. That's 15% off at oneskin.co with my code TRUEBEAUTY. True beauty. We only have one body, one skin, and one you can choose to make it better. Age healthy with one skin. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. 
Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Okay, baddies. So as I mentioned at the top of the show, we're not going to be covering an entire category of ingestible supplements today because we're going to be giving them their own episode next week because we are now an antioxidant stand podcast. And y'all are too. I know you're standing them too. (laughs) Or maybe that's just me. But I wanted to switch from ingestible supplements to topical supplements and antioxidants seem to be the perfect category to do that. And so next week we're going to be doing uh, the crossover episode. So this week we're going to continue to be speaking about supplementation, uh, ingesting our vitamins and supplements. And next week we're going to love up on vitamins A, C, D, and E. I keep telling y'all I'm a C girl now. (laughs) And just like I understood the crystal girlies after learning that we're basically made out of crystals, since our bones have the same crystalline structure, shout out to the body electric and our microcurrent episode. Now I understand why everybody is going cuckoo for C and y'all will too after next week. I just wanted to open up with that because um, it's such a huge part of supplementation as it turns out. Um, And I didn't want you to get you know, start listening and be like, why is this bitch not talking about the most important things? So let's talk about vitamins and nutrients for aging and wrinkled skin, which includes all of us here on earth. So first, why are we even talking about ingesting supplements for beauty, right? Like, honestly, these are a lot of the same ingredients that we're using topically. Well... According to Dr. Bauman, the ingestion of anti-aging ingredients combats aging skin in three ways. So first, the peptides, essential fatty acids, and other metabolites that are contained in food enter the skin after absorption through the gastrointestinal the gastrointestinal system. Sorry, you guys, I giggled through that because it literally just took me three takes to say gastrointestinal, and I still said it like Sean Connery. <laughs> okay, so... Peptides, essential fatty acids, and other metabolites contained in food enter the skin after absorption through the gastrointestinal system, where they participate in skin metabolism. So second, certain ingredients can... Oh, you guys are going to love this. Certain ingredients can reduce oxidative damage by eliminating cellular reactive oxygen species and addressing and increasing antioxidant activities. Y'all know what that means? These are very fancy words (laughs) for saying that free radicals are trying to fuck up your DNA. And our homies, we love them, antioxidants coming in with their homies to handle their business, handle y'all's business. You're welcome. (laughs) I stand antioxidants so hard. And so third, bioactive anti-aging compounds can help to regulate the expression of enzymes that are involved in degrading, maintaining, and improving the structural integrity of the skin. So what Dr. Bauman is describing is echoing my opening statements. This is all about optimizing our body to be its best through all possible avenues, right? We're going to ingest it. We're going to have it topically. We're going to take the supplements because we baddies. That's what it is to be a beauty baddie is to handle your business. (laughs) All right. So let's talk about proteins and aging. And honestly, I'm bringing this up kind of out of pettiness because people 
you know which people I'm talking to, I'm talking about. <laughs> vegetarian, not even vegetarians, vegans love to talk about how nobody needs to eat meat. I need to eat meat badly. <laughs> Granted, I'm iron deficient, but y'all, we need protein, right? So I'm bringing all of this up actually to help my veggie gals and my vegans so y'all can take care of yourselves. I'm looking at you, Cheyenne, my cousin, because she always says, don't yell at me about this. Don't yell at me to eat meat. <laughs> so the loss of muscle mass as we age is a normal part of the aging process. However, poor nutrition can predispose or accelerate sarcopenia, which is the technical term for the loss of muscle mass or age-related muscle wasting, which is so depressing. I tried to jump over the word sarcopenia because I wasn't sure if it was sarcope, sarcoponia or sarcopenia. Why don't y'all let me know? But I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't just jump over that and say age-related muscle wasting. God, aging. It, aging's the greatest. It's just when people say things like that, age-related muscle wasting. So you know what, y'all? We're not going to hate on this because we can change this around. We're going to figure this out right now. What's considered poor nutrition? I'm going to let you know. A low intake of daily protein, the inadequate ingestion of amino acids and their precursors, which are necessary for protein synthesis and muscle function, and or deficient intakes of nutrients like, y'all know this is my favorite, B12 and folic acid, which together are part of the B vitamins, which make up B complex. And again, y'all know I love my B complex, and this is why, because it's pretty important for muscle synthesis. Y'all, so in a 2007 double-blind study, they found that individuals that consumed more vegetables, specifically uh, leafy green leafy veggies, asparagus, celery, eggplant, garlic, and onions and leeks, as well as olive oil, monosaturated fat, and legumes, I kept, I had to mention these two because, again, we're bringing fat back. <laughs> the 90s was all about low-fat, fat-free. Y'all, we're bringing fat back because your body needs it. Your brain needs it. Your muscles need it. So within the study, they had the subjects eat all of those delicious foods, all that delicious fat and the legumes and the greafy, leafy greens. And they also had them lower their intake levels of milk and milk products, butter, margarine, and sugar, which is a shame because those are kind of my favorite ingredients. <laughs> um, but this manifested in fewer wrinkles in sun-exposed skin. So I don't know why I keep sounding like Sean Connery today, but it's hilarious. So by increasing those beautiful, deep green leafy vegetables and all of those other great veggies that I just named, asparagus, celery, eggplant, uh, get you some legumes, get you some delicious olive oil and monosaturated fat, and then lower your intake of all these other delicious things <laughs> like butter, margarine, and sugar. And it it's going to help y'all out. It's going to help all of us out. If that's manifesting in fewer wrinkles in sun-exposed in sun exposed skin. <laughs> Within that same study, they found that less photo damage was correlated with a higher intake of total fat. Y'all, we're bringing fat back, especially monosaturated fat. And our homies, A, vitamins A and C, calcium, phosphorus, magnesium, iron, and zinc. So these are all of the beautiful things that we can take to help um, protect us from the earth, which we love so much, but it's trying to kill us. Y'all, I'm going to keep saying it. Bring fat back. I'm here for it. 
It's good for you in so many ways. So let's take a broader view and hone in on some specific supplements for all of us who are aging and who are inevitably going to have wrinkle-related skin concerns. Okay, so specifically, let's talk about coenzyme Q10. So ubiquinone (laughs) is coenzyme Q10's government name, and that's the last time we're going to refer to it as that, because y'all here, I can't, I'm having Sean Connery situations, my mouth isn't working, stumbling over all of these very specific words that I'm embarrassing myself uh, with, but you know what, it's fine. We're here for coenzyme Q10 because it's everywhere right now. And until reading this, I honestly thought that it was just like a mood elevator based on my own experiences of being deliriously happy in a deli after a friend of mine urged it to give me a try or urged me to give it a try. It's so funny. I talk about um, sub- vitamins and supplements like I'm trying drugs. My friend was like, yo, you got to try this coenzyme Q10. And I was like, give it to me. <laughs> and I was so happy. It was incredible. And I've been wanting to try it again. Um But y'all, in actuality, it's a potent antioxidant. And I had to slow it down because I know I keep making jokes that this is an antioxidant stand podcast, but the deeper we get into this episode, y'all are going to be right there with me. So coenzyme Q10 is a potent antioxidant that's found in all human cells, and it assists with energy production. And again, every episode, I get a chance to talk about mitochondria it makes me very happy. And today's here's, today, here's today's chance. In the mitochondria of each cell in the body, CoQ10 plays a huge role in energy production. And energy production is necessary for cellular metabolism. And cellular metabolism, decre- as we know, decreases in efficiency as we age. And coincidentally, so do our levels of CoQ10. So, Look, I know I've told this story countless times on the show, but it feels like a similar analogy as when I started taking B-complex and vitamin D five years ago. Up until then, I'd tried and failed my entire life to grow my hair past my shoulders. Today, my hair is almost down to my belly button, but the best and most potent and most unexpected side effect was the level of mental clarity, alertness, and energy that I really, I always joke, it's like seeing in color for the first time after I started supplementing with these vitamins. And so in that same effect, supplementation with CoQ10 has been shown in humans to lower the wrinkle rate and the wrinkle volume around the corners of the eyes. And most importantly, y'all, supplementation with our new best friend, CoQ10, (laughs) is believed to decelerate the reduction in energy production that's associated with the natural deterioration process, which comes with aging and illness, as well as preventing the deleterious effects of UV radiation exposure. This bestie antioxidant is really coming through for us again. (laughs) So uh, CoQ10 has a stimulatory effect that's similar to caffeine, which explains my deliriously happy mood in the deli that day. And low levels of CoQ10 are associated with fatigue and muscle cramping. Y'all, we are all leaving this podcast today and getting us some CoQ10. I see this in like so many ads for lotion, for like nivy, like over-the-counter things, things that you can get like right in any drugstore. CoQ10 is everywhere. And now I see why. She is a superhero. I said she, that's right. (laughs) 
So the other vitamin that I was really excited to learn about and to tell you guys about is glucosamine. Because again, this is one that I see um, often in and, you know, Amazon be recommending things for you. So they know I love my B-complex. They're like, girl, you want some glucosamine? And I'm like, don't tell me what I want. But as it turns out, I want some glucosamine. <laughs> and here's why. Typically, glucosamine comes from the shells of shellfish. And the reason that we stand glucosamine is because it helps with the production of hyaluronic acid, which, you know, my ass is always talking about my dry skin, <laughs> my, my impaired barrier and my dry skin. And if you have an impaired barrier, Part of it is probably because of hyaluronic acid synthesis or production, and you probably could use some glucosamine just like me. Um, so the cool thing about the uh, about glucosamine is because it helps so much in hyaluronic acid production, it's been demonstrated to give the skin a bunch of different benefits, like enhancing hydration. There it is. Reducing wrinkles. Yes. And also accelerating wound hearing. We love this. In addition, it also has anti-inflammatory properties, which we love, and it's been shown to be effective in treating hyperpigmentation. Yes, because it inhibits tyrosinase activation and suppressing melatonin synthesis. I told y'all that we are going to be talking about melanin synthesis, melanogenesis. It's coming up. And I know because each episode I keep talking about it and it's like, I can't, they need to get their masters. It's time for the beauty baddies to get their masters in beauty and learn about things like tyrosinase inhibitors. Isn't that so sexy saying it out? I just love science. I just love science. Sorry. All right, let me continue. Let me continue y'all. So next up, let's talk about vitamins and nutrients for dry skin. Okay, so first, I think that this is really interesting because, again, these are products that you I you typically hear about using topically, and um, I love that they help you by ingesting them. They help just as much, if not more, than using it topically. So the first that we're going to talk about is evening primrose oil. So evening primrose is derived from the seeds of uh, evening primrose, and we love. We love EPO also. And y'all know why? Because it's an omega-6 fatty acid. Yes, it is. And we all know about our omegas from our omega episode. Don't you see how these all tie into each other? I love it. So EPO is an omega-6 fatty acid, and it has both uh, linoleic acid and GLA. I'm not doing my Sean Connery for the rest of the day. And it's one of the best sources of GLA, which is one of the most important essential fatty acids that is important because it's used in the production of most bodily systems. I just stopped over that because I was like, does this really say it plays a role in the functioning of most bodily systems? Yes. <laughs> so we need GLA because it's in... It turns out every every system that we need uses it. And we need LA, lanolic acid, because it's used by the body to synthesize the GLA. So I love this. You can't have one without the other. We talked about how we're not going to break the omega rule. We talked about it in the, mega, in the omega episode. Go back and listen to it if you need to know more. But that just shows you why. The, you need both of them. You need both of them. But I love this. Evening Primrose, welcome to the Beauty Baddie Hall of Fame. <laughs> All right, next is barrage seed oil. Love barrage seed oil because as y'all, you can guess it, say it with me. It's an omega-6 fatty acid. 
So it's rich in GLA, it's rich in LA, and as an oral supplement, barrage seed oil is thought to be effective for soothing skin inflammation and redness. And we know this because, listen to the Omegas episode, you need both GLA and LA to help each other out to both calm inflammation or create inflammation, depending on what your body needs. And so we need, if we're going to have any kind of uh, essential fatty acid, we love them that has both. We love a barrage seed oil. Also, welcome to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's also a great ingredient for moisturizing and strengthening the skin barrier. Y'all, can you already see my list? The list of everything. God, it's going to be like a $200 order for all of these. It's fine. It's worth it. It's optimization. I love this. So really quickly, I wanted to sort of end this because we're talking about different um, vitamins and nutrients for dry skin, and I can't talk about that without talking about skin hydration. So obviously, a a super important factor to achieve and maintain healthy skin is water. The enzymes that are in our skin to perform various functions, as we were just saying, require water to work. Mitochondria, get to talk about you again, girl. (laughs) Without water, skin ages more quickly and it's more likely to itch and get red. Again, y'all, it's time for the lotion because you're actually two episode, I think, because y'all aren't using lotion. And here we are talking about why we need to use lotion. Mitochondria be needing that water. We want you to age like a fine wine. A fine wine needs water also. You know what I mean? You can't have wine without water. Come on now. Come on. So evening primrose, like we were just talking about our new best friend, blackcurrant oil and barrage oil are all great sources of our omega-6 fatty acids. And the reason also that we're obsessed with omega-6 fatty acids is because it helps to prevent water evaporation from the skin. Y'all know I'm always saying this. Some of us are trying to hold on to as much water as possible. And so as it turns out, as humans just living day to day, we lose 2.5 liters of water a day. And so it's partially, that 2.5 liters is partially replenished through food intake, luckily, because when I saw that, I was like, I'm not drinking enough water. However, as far as our skin is concerned, it's not how much water we drink. It's how much you keep from evaporating. Y'all, I should write this book. I just said that. How do we stop the evaporation, right? How do we hold on to our water? Well, y'all, we need adequate levels of fatty acids, ceramides, and cholesterol to hold on to water. And this is why, no offense, I'm not coming after y'all vegans. It's just we're talking about this a lot today. I love y'all. This is why vegans and people with low cholesterol diets or cholesterol-lowering medications tend to have dry skin. I already said it. This is why we use lotion, y'all. This is I'm not going to yell at it again. Y'all know. We're going to do another episode. It's time. (laughs) And so, guys, that brings us to the end because as I told you, vitamins and nutrients for UV photo protection and exposure, again, not at a substitute for SPF, but helpful if you live in sunnier climates or if you're more genetically prone to UV-induced pigmentation like melasma. Y'all, those are all the antioxidants. Our new best friends, antioxidants. Next week, we're going to talk about all of it. We're going to be talking about ingesting vitamin A, C, D, and E. And this is why it's the crossover episode. We're going to talk about what they do topically. We're coming at you from both sides. Dr. Bauman's going to be so proud. Um, Y'all are going to be so proud because we're maybe continuing, maybe finalizing the convergence into an antioxidant stand podcast. <laughs> Oh, man, I can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, 
So that was it, baddies. I, what did you think? Did you love learning about vitamins and supplementation and nutrients and all of these super nerdy things that you for four episodes have been with me (laughs) through? And I think loving them also, honestly. I just love it. I really encourage, y'all know, I encourage all of you to find out what optimizes your body the best so that you can be and live your best most beautiful, most energized life. Because it's great. I hate being tired. I hate when I run on my vitamins and it takes me three days to be like, girl, you have no energy because you've been not taking anything. No B complex, no D. And my body needs it. Um, And I want you to feel like that. I want you to feel deliriously happy on CoQ10. (laughs) And then tell me about it. Um, Also, I'm going to, like I said, I promise I'm going to make a little listicle. Um, I'm going to add my links to some of my favorite brands and some of my favorite um, vitamins and supplements. Also, thank you for letting me say vitamins. Sometimes when nobody's around, I pretend like I have an English accent. And then when I'm talking to you guys, it's just me here. And I forget that I start slipping into my fake English accent. Y'all know that though. You know about me. I love you guys. So <laughs> um, yes, tell me which vitamins you're using, what supplements, tell me something. Tell me something that I should tell. teach me something. Y'all let me know. Again, if you found value in today's show, do me a favor. I would love it so much. Leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts to help me grow this little community, this favorite part of my week each It's not even my just one day each week. My favorite, the favorite way that I've been living my life, I'm not going to lie, for the past few entrepreneurial years has hands down been hanging out with you beauty baddies. Oh, that was nice. So y'all know you can DM or email me your listener letters and your beauty baddie moments of the week and your beauty baddie hall of fame nominations. You can do that on Instagram at the true beauty podcast or you can send me an email, truebeautypodcast at gmail.com. You can follow my personal Instagram. I'm at the Brown Elizabeth Taylor. I love that y'all have been writing to me and saying, I'm a beauty baddie, and then just like starting, starting all of your conversations like that. I don't have to worry about if you're a bot anymore. It's the greatest. I'm just like, all my friends are here to hang out with me and tell me what I should be listening to and the vitamins that I should be taking and what they're taking. It's the greatest. So I'm at the Brown Elizabeth Taylor. Just tell me who you are. Say, I'm a BB. I'm a beauty baddie. That's it. I love you baddies. I'll see you next week. Bye.